Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Tap podcast. This is episode 125, heart number two. Uh, I'm your host, Bill Dean, of course, here with my three co-hosts, Little Steve, <laughs> Schwinn, and Schwartz Guy. That was not me this time. That was one of you. That was not jokes. me. Um, it was not me. Steven. That only leaves, that only uh, leaves yeah, exactly. Melbourne. Uh, we are brought to you by Proud to Radio CEO, Mr. Wu himself. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Please leave us a five-star review if you'd be so kind. Boys, what are you drinking? I know we're a little late. Sorry, that was my fault. My wife uh, was at school for a little bit later. But... We're not late. We're just fashionably on time. Yep. Um, all right, I'll start. So, uh, SG has a beer that he's had before. Mm. Mm. But what's even better is it's on tap. So, I just Ooh. got a new keg for my kegerator. Ooh. I've got... A keg of Mud Hen 1883. This is awesome. Totally jelly. What's even better? What's even better is I've got it in. This is the first time I'm using it. This is this glass is called Yoshi uh, Yoshi's Beer Battle. That's pretty awesome. Oh hell that yeah! Is, Yoshi's Beer Battle is pretty cool. Although I don't re- and, specifically recall a giant bullet bill coming at <laughs> Yoshi. Whatever. Dude, my I, don't is gross. I, I, don't re- I also don't recall Yoshi um, reaching for a beer as well. So, oh yeah, that's a good point, I guess. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, I'm just happy to have Mud Hen on tap. I'm just, I, I'm just happy to have Mud Hen on tap in my house. So, uh, heck yeah, yeah. At six point eight percent, I may be a little weird later on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going equilibrium today. Um, I got this at, this is like the most disgusting top of a can I've ever seen. I've been trying to clean it. Yeah. Good thing about doing a podcast in your kitchen and, and directly next to my faucet is I can, I can wash it. <laughs> this is a sour IPA. I'm dipping into Dean's forte here. Sour IPA with pineapple, guava, mango, passion fruit, cherry, and select hops. What those hops are, I don't know. delicious. <laughs> 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 I told you, sans lactose though, so you wouldn't like it. Uh, I I am not just a lactard. Mm. You, you want you want extra lactose? You ask for it when yeah, we ever anytime we go to a brewery. Can you throw some yeah, extra lactose in that, please? Yeah, can I do lactose plus? 
Can I get Shrimp, can you get, the side? Can you get off the toilet, please? I'm not on the toilet. I'm yeah. pacing right now, trying to walk this off. Here's my beer. <laughs> yeah, bay days. Bay Love days. It. All right. A good old, Why are you pacing, nice by the way? Uh, because I Why? feel Why? like I might throw up. Yeah, the, it's, well, the Tampa's okay. not on. I know. I'm, that's tomorrow. I can't wait for that. At right. Prudential. <laughs> I'm going. Buy yeah, Cigar City Brewing from Tampa, Florida. Uh, double IPA, Florida man. So. Oh, now, Schwim, you are definitely going to lose tomorrow because he's drinking <laughs> oh, a beer yeah. from Tampa. He just jinxed oh, it. Boy. Ooh, I did jinx yep. it. I like that. Jesus. Uh, all right, buddy. Uh, However, let's... that's... That screws you. If if you jinx tomorrow's game, that means you're playing Carolina. Ooh. Yeah, I don't yep. know. I, I don't know who I want to play because it would be fun <laughs> to see you guys in round two. But also, we've beaten you know Carolina now two two seasons in a row, so I feel like that train's got to stop somewhere. Here so we are, assuming game. both the Devils yeah. and the Rangers are winning round one. Well, no, I'm saying oh, I never I'd rather said that. Play Billy the Devils Dean, in round Billy one. Dean said that. Billy no, I was basically saying, would I rather play the Devils out. in round one or hope to play them in round two? I think I would like to get them out early because it would be more of a crotch shot to Shorts guy. I'd rather play in round one because it's they're brand new to the playoffs. You know, take advantage of their potential jitters. I want to see that. Uh, that you know they're uh, also reignited. They're they're also young and dumb and may not have any jitters. They may just say, "Hey, what the hell?" And full sure? of. I thought, yeah, I thought that was coming gum. right after. <laughs> Full of gum. They eat a lot of gum. Full of gum. G U M. Yep. Yes. Uh, uh, well, I guess where do I go from this one? Um, all right, let's how do you transition? How do you transition from that? Yeah. Uh, here's a weekly snapshot. Well, the Flyers made the first move in a bold strategy of tanking their season. They shipped out GM Chuck Fletcher, and they bring in. Old pal, old nemesis, Daniel Briere for the Flyers GM. Uh, He's obviously going to take over on interim side, but it seems like it's going to be more of a permanent move. Uh, You know, they also released a statement. It's not a a rebuild. What exactly Briere said? He said it's not a, it's a rebuild, not a fire sale. So he's not going to just blow away all his pieces. Uh, He is going to keep a bunch of uh, the young prospects and players in the organization and try to rebuild around those guys. If they don't uh, but, land you know, Bedard, who who do they build around? Well, if they like get who, two, who is their who is their centerpiece? Well, Tony D'Angelo, centerpiece, and Brendan Lemieux. If there's if anyone yeah. if anyone is Philadelphia personified, it's Tony D'Angelo and Brendan Lemieux. I don't know, but yeah, I was gonna and say Brendan, Brendan Lemieux is, I think, a very close second. Yeah, but Tony D'Angelo is actually from the area, <laughs> like that weird area of New Jersey that claims Philadelphia. So he is Philadelphia, and he's Philadelphia personified. I hate that city. If anybody yeah. have any listeners from Philly, I hate Philly. <laughs> no, this um, sucks. I hate going to Philly. I go there every year. I still hate Philly. It is a nice but, uh, city. If they're just the fans suck. No, it's not terrible. It's well, not like a nice city. city. It's a terrible. No, it's a terrible city. All right. Well, no. All right. Agree to disagree. <laughs> All right. They have a good cheesesteak. I'll give them that. Uh, the cheesesteak is from the big two. Not from the big two. The big two suck. Their cheesesteaks are steakums and cheese whiz. Like, give me a freaking break here. It's not the real cheese. They're shitty ass cheese. The big two suck. I'm not saying Gino's and Pat's suck. 
No, yeah, no, Geno's no, and Pat there's, suck. There's good ones. There's good ones that do it with there the are, real There are good ones. Like shavings. No, there are good ones. Yeah. And they're usually the cheaper places that are the better ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will give you that. There are some cheesesteaks that are... Bye, shorts guy. Nope. Yeah, bye, shorts guy. Um, Hello, enters right. Melvin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see if I can get... Oh, oh there he is. That freeze was... There you are. Yep, yep. That was brought. That was brought to you by uh, by Optimum stupid Online. Dolan and his stupid. I was Rangers. gonna say, T-Mobile. T-Mobile. <laughs> no. Just always blame Schwim. Uh, blame T-Mobile. T-Mobile. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> so, I'm gonna Steve, throw my foot in take... a cup of water. <clears throat> obviously, Mitchkov. Obviously, Mitchkov and Fantilli. If they get two or three, that's they're still in a pretty good position to get a player that could have been a number one overall pick in other years. So those three guys, sure. Um, you know, they're talking about Owen Tippett's a guy they keep and because he's kind of played decently in, in Philly. Uh, Cam York. Uh, there's a couple other players, but they have a big rebuild ahead. They have no, you know. I'm saying, like, really those guys are pieces. those guys are good. Like, I, I mean, I like them. They're, they're good young players, but you, they, don't, they currently don't have a centerpiece. So no. Carter, what are you building Carter around? Hart? And you, I, I mean, Carter, Carter Hart has been... He's been it. and yeah, he and he should be available because he's been ruined over the course Hot of these garbage. bunch of years. Uh, he had a lot of promise and that he's just put in the What's, wrong spot. What's going to happen is what always happens when the Flyers trade a goalie is he's going to go to his next team and he's going to do phenomenal. <laughs> and he's going to thrive the, in any other. He's going to thrive. He's going to thrive anywhere but Philly. Yeah. Was it Varlamov and Neuverth both did well? No, they were both they were both Washington, um, but uh, they had Bobrovsky. Yeah, Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky went on win two two Vezinas, right? (laughs) After he left, I mean, he he may not. I mean, he may not be any any, nothing too special now, but you know, he left and won two Vezina trophies, so that's that's something. Yeah. He used to, it, you know, he, he got uh, that big contract and it was over. <laughs> Caitlin Akritas in uh, Facebook Live. I hope it's sorry. I pronounce your name bad. Uh, Devils fan living in Philly and I refuse to go to a game here. Can confirm the city I smells and they eat tomato pie. It's not real pizza. I agree. Tomato <laughs> pie is terrible. How do you not? I've, Jeez, it's just. I will awesome. tell you. I, I, I will say this. I have never left a sports event in Philly without almost getting into a fight. Well. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, I went to the I went to the Rangers uh, this is, Flyers. This is also me. Game. This is also me. We're yeah. talking about so. It's true. I went to that's, why I, that's why the I believe it. Game, and they were screaming <laughs> not, at not because kids. of anything Philadelphia related. It's because of shorts <laughs> guy. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's Philadelphia related because I was there. That's a combo. I am not. <clears throat> I am not compatible with the with the with with the Philly people. <laughs> There's rumors that Kevin Hayes could go to Columbus. Apparently, he's big good friends with Rick Nash, as as well as his hockey teammate Johnny Hockey. Uh, you know, from BC is there. You know, Joel Farabee is probably someone they keep around. Uh, I could see them trading Konechny. Uh, you know, James Van Riemsdyk's gonna be gone. They try to trade him this off season. Uh, <laughs> you know, Cam Atkinson's got a long contract there. He's probably movable, but you know, at least they'll try. And then on the back, you know, back end, you got Provorov. And Ristolainen, who are, you know, Ristolainen stinks. Let's just get that yeah. out of the way. It just big, what I was trying to get is big, big contracts. You know, Sandheim, same thing. Just a big dude. And they they extended him, which was the craziest yeah. thing. That extent. Oh, we won't talk about that extension. That was we already that was bad. spoke about that. It was bad. It happened. And they might have this kid Samuel Erson might be the goalie of the future. He's actually played pretty well from coming, you know, coming in the HL. 
Um, Carter so maybe Hart was supposed to be the future. Like, it, yeah. it's, it's the same old. Not good. <clears throat> no, it's and and there there was a short window of time where it was it was it was going to be Carter Hart and Mac Black were going to be like the the goalie <laughs> rivalry of the Metro, and that was yeah. what everyone was looking forward to. And then Mac Black ran into his injury problems and all kinds of crap, and then Carter Hart just got and it turned into this guy's sh- guy. Well, I don't know, not this year. Not this year. Well, he made the All-Star game, but... Yeah, but he's he's slowly... The last couple of games, he's done pretty decently. But yeah, he had a pretty bad stretch there. He was not good. Well, but I, yeah. I'm hoping I mean, he turns but, around for the playoffs. But Vitek had matters. a really bad stretch. His, Vitek had a bad stretch, and his numbers yeah. were crap, and he was... You know, he got pulled in the Colorado game. But I'll tell you what, holy hell, last night he came out and yeah. get you know shutting out Carolina. I know Carolina's in a bit of a slide. It's two shutouts in a row for them, but... Holy hell, he looked great last night. You know, he had something to prove. He had to watch he had to watch Akira Schmidt play two games in a row in front of him and get wins. He had something to prove last night, and I was loving seeing him. Awesome, Akira Schmid. Schmid, Schmid. It's it's freaking all kinds of ways to say it. Hey, but we yep. have four we have four Swiss players on the ice at one time occasionally. Schwim? There was, and we're transitioning now to to Tampa. There was a pretty oh significant moment go. in the game versus Vegas. That Kucherov to pass, uh, that Kucherov pass to to Braden Point for the goal, the slap pass that he had mm-hmm. was yeah. probably the best pass this year. Uh, that was the absolutely title. ridiculous. Yeah, the what? Just the slap pass he had to them in the slot. Oh yeah, it, it might he, have been the right, best pass that I've seen in, in hockey. Right, right before that, I think he one timed one, so the goalie was yeah. coming over again, expecting Ready. him to shoot, and it was. It was Nope. <laughs> yeah, and then completely out yeah. of position, and pretty much a empty net for a point to put it in. But yeah, if you guys didn't see this, just check out the pass uh, nice. Kucherov to a point uh, in the Vegas game for the tying goal. It was absolutely ridiculous. Obviously, Vegas then comes back to win, and Shrim's night was not happy. Uh, yeah. But I mean, they got uh, a point out of it, so I guess it was okay. Yeah, they had no business yeah, getting a point out of it. But whatever. that game, by the way, was fantastic in its own right, and you could see if if that was a you know a seven game series, it was a good game, pretty fun to watch. It was, it was a pretty good game. Yeah, it was a lot of back and forth. A lot of, like, the goalies were both doing pretty good. Uh, the end of the game was phenomenal. And the overtime was nonstop. It was yeah. uh, it was a, it was a fun – they were saying it was, like, a very playoff uh, atmosphere, that game. Yep. The other game that Saturday – very nice, Steven. Uh, the Bruins-Oilers <laughs> game, where the Oilers come back and beat the Bruins 3-2. to two. Um, guy. That was oh – Yeah, that's, that's quite the count. Yep, just eating his own face. I like it. I can't do just it. Just eat his own face. Um, <laughs> but, oh, but the Bruins were soiled. I'm crying over here. Yeah, uh, McDavid and Drysaddle were both kind of not non-existent because they played very well, but they just didn't, you know, show up in the score sheet that you expect. Uh, the Bruins have a couple bad take, you know, turnovers, and and Oilers put in the net. Uh, Oilers win three to two, and that's another series you can kind of see. Hey, is this a form, you know, final Stanley Cup preview? Uh, but so a couple of good good matches this past week. Uh, you have the GM meeting this uh, weekend coming up. Apparently, a few teams are unhappy with other teams about trades that they thought were agreed to. I.e., apparently Columbus thought that Gavrikov was going to the Bruins, and instead. You know, they, they, it wasn't obviously in the paperwork, but it was agreed to, I guess, verbally. And Columbus thought that they had it. And then the Bruins went and traded for 
uh, Dmitry Orlov instead. So I guess there's a couple of the trades like that where teams thought the deals were done and the other team kind of backed out or did something else instead. So we'll see if maybe, you know, GMs throw throw gloves at the table. That'd be pretty fun. Apparently there was, back in like the 70s, two Mo- former Montreal uh, two former Montreal teammates, which were GMs. I, I don't remember who exactly it was. It was Bob Ganey and it was someone else. They actually were ready to fight in the middle of uh, nice. Batman's nice. first ever GM meeting. <laughs> That's awesome. That would have been fun. That's what Batman brings out of people. Yep. We don't get anything fun like that anymore, but I'm curious, are they going to bring up, are are the GMs happy or not happy with this, with, with this three teams, three team trades where one team is bankrolling part of this trade. Is that going to be part of the arguments too? So that's going to be part of it. And also uh, Elliot Friedman was saying that the sitting of players prior to the trade deadline, that that should not be okay. a gr- allowable. That the player should have to play, like Chikrin, because being out, yeah, for Chikrin weeks. Yeah, he was out for a while. Uh, Gavr- Gavrikov was the one that was really pissed off because he was like, "I I was expecting you traded early. You didn't trade me, and then you still sat me out. I wanted to be playing." So you could yeah. agree, you know, mm-hmm. from their perspective, I can absolutely understand that that sucks. Yeah, it'll be interesting to um, see, and uh, you know, <clears throat> there's there's definitely things to talk about too with with the GMs, but if oh yeah, if they're if it does come to fisticuffs, I hope someone takes a nice video of it and we can watch it and we can that would be fantastic. We can see the results. What what two GMs do you think would go at it if they were to start throwing? Hextall. Ron Hextall. Hextall, Hextall definitely. <laughs> what about uh, is it Verbeek? Verbeek in uh, Anaheim. Yeah, he used to throw a little bit, right? Pat Verbeek. Uh, I see him doing it. Uh, I don't know. NHL GMs. Just have Hextall fight. List. Just have Everyone's Hextall fight Danny, Danny Briere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Danny Briere? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about Hextall versus I, Iserman? I was going to say Iserman. Uh, Robbie Blake. Bill Guerin. Bill Guerin, I think, it's still throw a little. Bill Guerin. Oh, Bill Guerin. That'd be, that'd be cool. Bill Guerin. Bill Guerin versus you see, Hextall. Could you see Bill Joe's, Guerin lighting up Joe's David Boyle? versus Iserman. Ooh, good. Ooh. The Troy Colorado rivalry again. Let's bring Actually, that back. Be better. The let's let's have David Poyle fight Lou Lamorello and see how like Poyle's not in there anymore. Fight. Well, technically, is until the end of this year. Okay. I don't see Lou fighting. Lou's not going to fight. No, but it would just be funny. Oh, to see Mike Greer. Two old guys. Mike Greer. Mike Greer. Yeah. Mike Greer is a good one. Fight. Drury. Good well one. done, Ray. Um, Ronnie Franchise is with Seattle. Uh, Kyle Dubas and Maple Leafs, he'd get he'd get his ass kicked. Um, <laughs> Shovel Day off in, in Winnipeg. He's a he was a former player, right? Yeah, he was six foot yes, two, two oh two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'd be pretty fun. There'd be some really good good fights. Uh, okay, so I, this is what my what I want to get to today, and it's really based on the contenders this year post deadline and what you're expecting from each team. So, you know, I want to go conference by conference. We'll do West first, and then we'll go to the East. Um, Vegas Golden Knights, tops in the Western Conference, 88 points. Is this Stanley Cup or bust for them? Do they have any leeway anywhere? What do you mean, like next season? No, this season. Like, what do you expect them to do the rest of this year? Yeah. Like, do they have to make the the Cup final? Yeah, do no. they, like what are you what are you expecting from this I don't team? Think so. The rest of the year. I don't think so. I mean, it'd be nice to see him go back, but I don't think I mean 
the West is pretty wide open, right? It kind of always is besides last year with Colorado because they were so dominant. Um, but I think this season, the West is like, I mean, Vegas is doing very well, but I don't see them like a sure shot coming out of the West. But yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't think they have to come out of the West. Otherwise, it's a failure. But I mean, any team could say that, right? That makes yeah. the playoffs. I'm going <laughs> to... I want to say just with their with their goaltending injuries alone, uh, for them to make the make just to be top in the West, I think is great for them right now because they've they've lost, you know, both their starting goalies or who should have been their starting goalies. Yeah. Uh, so I think you know I want to say that just just being first in the West is is good for them, but it's kind of interesting that first in the West at eighty eight points is like what third fourth no uh, what fourth or fifth in the East. It's just it's wild, but I think with their with their injuries at the goaltending position, just just to be that that high up is 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 great. Yeah, are we are we expecting them to come out of the West? Because even though they're tops in their division, I still I don't know I still don't see well, them yeah, tell me that too. going to the finals. We're talking the West, about the teams, the West so is well. anyone's. The West is anyone's game. Yeah, Anyone, they so can. Come out. West, I don't it's a matter, expect them to. They, they could, can. but like I don't expect them to either. But we also, but we also saw them lose to the to the Arizona Coyotes. We did, and that was so... 76 percent short skies doing. <laughs> I don't. So, uh, so, so can can the three of you confirm this? Because because someone, uh, Stephen, you might have told me this. Did I really play the drums at that game? No. I thought someone told who me said, that I played the played who said that? played the drums at that game. I don't know. Someone said mm-hmm. I took the drumsticks and played the drums. Maybe Tommy told me that. Maybe Tommy's uh, full of shit. I, I don't remember that. So All right. if if the playoffs ended today, obviously that's not how we're gonna go, but based on this, Vegas would actually play Colorado in the first round matchup, which I mean, if you're playing a healthy Colorado, I I'm picking them. Yeah, first you don't want most. You don't yeah, want to first, first round Colorado. No. No. Um now right, let's talk about Colorado since they're technically the matchup. Uh, if they're healthy, right? You would assume that maybe they're the, you know, team to win that, and they're probably the favorite in the West. I don't think so. <clears throat> they're still. Well, I mean, they're still a, the fav- if healthy. They're still a very. They're still a very good team, but they're they are not who they were last year, um, by quite a bit. You know, even though they, you know, they've had injuries, but. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think they they can. They're another team that can. But like you know, last year was just like that. No one's beating Colorado. Like nobody in the entire league is beating Colorado. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't see them as dominant. But yeah, they could. They could. I mean, as they, if they go in as an eight seed and win against the one seed, I wouldn't be shocked. But I don't think they're. Again, I don't think anybody in the West is like technically the favorite to come out. It's like so open. Mm-hmm. Can can Georgiev win them the West? I I think that's where they're going to be fault. And I like Georgiev; he's a good goaltender. I just don't yeah, know no, that he's, he's a good goalie. on par with Kemper was last year. But Kemper had <clears throat> the team that Kemper had playing in front of him was Sands injury, and right now Colorado yeah. is just now getting back to health. Do they have that team, and do they have the Oof. drive to do it again? I mean, they but have Jack Johnson back, Kemper. so it's anything's possible. <laughs> he's he's the glue that keeps that team together. <laughs> um, yeah, well, 
All right, we go up top. Uh, Dallas, number two. Edmonton, number six. I like uh, Dallas a lot. Yeah. I, so do I. I like Dallas. Yeah. Dallas can, like, um, can like, get everything together like going into the playoffs, and I think it'd be a scary team to play because they have everything. They have guys that can do put the everything. puck in the net. They're, they're, they, have they got good defense, defensemen. Goalies. Yeah. They're goalies. They have like stars at every position. I don't, they, not, no pun intended. Uh, but I like them a lot. I mean, I, th- so I think they, they can pick? make some noise out west. I, if I, if we were picking today, which I don't think we are, that's probably a later episode. But I, I might no, pick we know, them. I we might know go who with them. Your, we know who your Stanley Cup pick was, Schwim. So you don't have to tell oh. us again. But uh, you had Cal- Calgary and Carolina with Calgary winning the cup. So <laughs> I still, I still got, I still got a chance. Yeah, still have a chance. Um, <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. All right, so you would, you would pick Dallas right now. Okay, I like that. Uh, Edmonton, anyone? I, this is where I'm actually going to say that I could I could see Edmonton going to the Cup. No. I, I, I can't the pick tender. them yet. I need to see them first. I need to see them like make a serious run before I could like say, okay, yeah. they're legit. Skinner had and a good I could game. Skinner had a good game against the Bruins. He's obviously not a star goaltender. I know that. But no, you know, if he can play it, it, at least good. That's The, pro- the that's, problem is they can score a lot. Once the playoffs start and the scoring goes away, that team is screwed because that we see that happen all the time. That these teams can't score in the playoffs once the playoffs start. Um, yeah, hopefully, Ekholm can help I, a little bit. A little bit. He's fit in really nice. Ooh, that was a nice goal. Buffalo yeah. just scored. He's with Bouchard. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I can't pick him right now. I just can't based on uh, history. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, Stephen, the three. Uh, four or the sorry the three five uh, sorry three six matchup, L.A. Kings Seattle Kraken, it's, I mean, new rivalry L.A. Seattle, uh, do you expect these teams to make any sort of run past round two if they get a win? Expect I like that you keep using this word expect I don't expect anything in the West at all. Um, <laughs> well, obviously one they... of them has to win. So, so one thing Would that you put happens money on it? basically. Basically, every single year in the West is some team that you didn't see coming makes some kind of noise, exactly. right? So, um, Seattle could. I mean, they're kind of a sneaky team. Um, I mean, they have not much experience as far as being in the playoffs as a team, obviously, no none. Power. But, um, you know, some of the uh, – well, I mean, they don't know even necessarily need star power um, in the West yet. I mean, it could win them around. I mean, if they played LA, they could certainly beat LA. I like LA. Um, I think LA is another team that could be like sneaky, good come playoff time. Uh, I question their, you know, goaltending experience there, but um, I don't know. I just, uh, that would be an interesting matchup. I, I would like to see Seattle in the, in the playoffs. Um, they're kind of fun. So. Yeah. Plus I don't expect anything. <laughs> Don't that, ask me to expect something. That's right, well, that city guess, loves their sports. So if they're in the playoffs, it's yeah. going to be a good time. It's going to be a damn mm-hmm. good time. It's going to be filled. And the fishbowl, and it's, it's especially if, if if Seattle is the lower seed, if they can get that road form back that they had earlier in the season, you know they could they can make noise. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. All right, lastly, Minnesota and Winnipeg. Uh, you know, obviously. Know. Kaprizov's <laughs> going to be back in three to four weeks, but that was a bad injury for them. Logan Stanley basically just like smushed him like a pancake. Um, <clears throat> that's like if, I'm we, more su- if I I'm fall on Steve. More surprised. 
to hear that both of those teams are in playoff positions. That surprises True, me. Yeah. Oh, so now Winnipeg. Too. Yeah, Winnipeg just had a back to back, and Bonus started Hellebuck in both games. Mm-hmm. If you were a coach, would you do that with your goaltender the rest of the way to assure yourself a playoff spot and then rest them at the end? Or would you just go about it a regular way? I think Hellebuck Hellebuck right is, now. It, it, He's been he's been a workhorse, but I think yeah, we've yeah. seen we've seen it been a detriment to his game, him playing too sure. much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're going to ride Hellebuck, right? You have to. Yeah. So so this kind of goes to my heart point, number two question with the pod title. Go ahead, at what point though does does riding him become detrimental to where if the team doesn't respond and you have to ride him all the way to the very end and then start a playoff mm-hmm. round with him? It, could be detrimental. Well, I mean, but Winnipeg, but that, Winnipeg's your, not doing a damn thing unless it's without him on the back yeah. on the back without of him. No matter yeah. what. So, but if he's <clears throat> but if he's exhausted because you just you use them to get to that point, then what's the point of doing that? I think I mean, if they don't, I mean, if they don't, if they don't keep doing that for the rest of the season, like playing them, not every back to back, but like. Uh, Multiple back to backs, that's gonna be a problem. But if it's here and there, oh, big time. I don't see I don't see why not. I don't see it being a problem. They, he wants to play, I can guarantee that. And they so need him six, they, they need him to play him and play good. So well, they what do it, need him to play, that's six for sure. Points ahead. They're six points ahead of both Nashville and Calgary, but Nashville has three games at hand. Um, yeah, so so technically that's six points right there. Um yeah, yeah it could be interesting. Uh, I would ride him, and that's kind of what the heart number two question I had. Uh, you know, we'll we'll do this real fast before to the East. Who would be your guys' second leading heart vote getter? Because we know number one is going to be McDavid. He's pretty much locked it up. I mean, if you have, and I know that's we don't we agree that the term MVP is not the points leader. We we all understand that. But right now he's twenty nine points ahead of the second leading guy, which is Leon Draisaitl. He's run away with it. We all know that. So if you were giving the heart to somebody right now. Number two, who would it be? And Short's guy, I know you're going to say Hughes, and I might agree with you, but I think my pick would first go to Hellebuck and then Hughes number three. I, would, I think I would pick Olmark over Hellebuck, to be honest. Yeah, what about Olmark? The guy scored I, a I just think his team, Yeah, but I think his team is just so ridiculous. So that see. It, it kind of – yeah, but I, I look – you know, you look at some of the other advanced metrics and Hellebuck is better than, than Olmark this year. I was but who actually, else would you guys pick? I was I was I was thinking Jack, but I my my first thought was going to, to Olmark mm-hmm. for a, a potential heart heart candidate for, for what he's done and uh, yeah. Boston, you know, because you still so Boston can be great, but if they don't have anyone that can stop the puck behind him, like you know, they're gonna be a shit team. But all and Olmark has done that. He went to Boston and he did what he had to do. He's done what he's had to do this season. And he's he's backstopped them to 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 where they are currently in the standings. You know, first overall, hundred and five points, potentially, you know, most most points ever. What is it? Also, potentially most wins ever. So it's it's fastest of fifty wins. Still, you said that. Yeah. Yep. Something like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so you have to give him that kind of credit because it's it's not like, you know. It's not like you can take anyone and put him in net with with that Boston team because you well, still need someone on 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 that back end. So, 
I'm going to say Olmark, and then, you know, yeah, I want to say Jack because Jack has just been lights out this season for the Devils. And and he is he, – he's a big reason why, why we are where we are. And, you know, he just some of his plays, some of some of what he's done has just been insane. But so now, I, I would actually only, lean more towards Olmark. My other counter to Olmark is you look at Jeremy Swim in the back up there. He has a 237 goals against average, a 913 save percentage, which is also top 10 if he played enough games in the yeah. league. So, you know, I, and Olmark's, his numbers 189 and a 938 are, are awesome. I'm not, he's been great this year, but I'm just looking at the team overall, what he plays behind. I just think that, you know, he's going to win the Vezina. I, I just don't know that that's MVP as well. He's also only played in 40 games, which, you know, is that enough? It's forty more than any of us have played in the league this year. <laughs> well, I mean, which I mean, which one of us would be the MVP of this podcast? I mean, are we, you know, what are we doing here? Um, obviously, Melvin. Obviously, <clears throat> yeah, I was going to say Melvin. Yeah. <laughs> now, Schwimmer, I would say Cooch with ninety-five points should be up there. I I think that he's played otherworldly. I wouldn't I wouldn't you put know, him two, as number two, but I put him up there. No, yeah, uh, two guys that I think would have a chance if their teams were in the playoffs: Tage Thompson and Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson, yeah, if he was on a better team. He's having an unbelievable season, team, so. But on a shit team, team which is on a shit team, which be, is pretty impressive. That and and that yeah. should be more impressive than, than any of the other stats. Like he the season he's having on a shit team, it's like, ooh, man. He he definitely should be in the in the consideration. And, and the last guy I had was Miko Rantanen with all the injuries that have happened with that team and you know, he's not playing with the same line mates almost every game. He's got 42 goals. He's been awesome for Colorado. Um, so yeah, uh, all right. Easter conference, the fun stuff, our teams, uh, you know, you look at, at the bracket and it's right now it's Boston and the Islanders, it's Rangers devils, it's Carolina and Pittsburgh and it's Toronto and Tampa, uh, Boston. We've talked about this. It's pretty much cover bust with these guys, right? Yeah, I think so. It's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. And run run away with the president's trophy. I mean, I mean, we know what president's Could trophy doesn't guarantee you a Stanley Cup win, but yeah, sure but, uh, I mean, yeah. What like, happened last? I mean, time? like last year with Colorado. Like last year, well, with Colorado last year, they won. I'm talking about Tampa when they had the record-setting season, and then they got swept yeah. in the first round. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, uh, and if you yeah. want me to expect something, like I expect Boston to come out of the East, um, but it's, I mean. If something goes wrong in goal, which I kind of doubt because both Swayman and Olmark, if Olmark kind of falters, I think Swayman's good enough to kind of pick up the slack. So, uh, yeah, I expect Boston to come out. Uh, so, we shall see. Yeah. Uh, Schwim, the Islanders have any sort of chance in a round one series? Or do they have any guess- sort of chance of beating anybody in the playoffs? As the eight uh, if they play Tampa, they could probably beat them. But um, well, it would most likely be either either Carolina or Boston, right? I if they're not, I, I wouldn't think they would beat Boston. If if they meet Carolina in the first round, eh, maybe. Um, but I doubt it. Carolina's in a little bit of a funk right now, but they're still a really, really, really good team. Uh, so I wouldn't. I can't see them being them. It, whoever the Islanders play, if it's one of those teams, I wouldn't pick them. I would definitely pick Carolina or Boston over them. But uh, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm, 
I'm seeing that season that Boston's having and everything, and I'm just like, I don't know why. I just feel like something's gonna happen. I just I have like a my glass is first half empty once it. again. I just not, I don't know about first, but like I, I don't know. I just maybe they lose in the second or, or they they only make it to the cup, and then their season is all for naught. I don't know why. Yep. It's just like one of those feelings. Uh, so Carolina, right now it's Carolina Pittsburgh are the matchups. Carolina hasn't made it past the second round in a few years now. They've gotten trounced mm-hmm. every time. Do you think the teams make makes major changes if they don't make it to the Eastern Conference final? I don't know about major like changes. Yeah. I, I would think I they'd have think to do major. a big piece. They pretty much no, I mean, changed their goalies every straight. season. Yeah. And that obviously that's not the that's not working. You know, does a Svechnikov or a Teravainen or you know defenseman does do they have to change something up? They're D. They're I, don't think so. I mean, they they but constantly they constantly change stuff up. Like they were supposed to go somewhere. Um, off goes Dougie Hamilton, and then you know they bring in Brent Burns, they bring in Freddie Anderson. So it's like every year they make a pretty significant change. Um, but I don't think they're gonna like you know ship off a bunch a whole bunch of people or whatever but i you know it's possible they do another move similar to what they've been doing every off season so what do you think they need honestly i, I don't i don't know i don't know why they haven't been more successful than they have been they just kind they of should beat the rangers yeah i, I think Brendan Moore is a yeah. great coach so i don't i don't think it's coaching um nope their goaltending is Okay, right? That yes, kind of, I mean, Ranta, Ranta against the Rangers wasn't great at all. And um, no. Freddie Anderson, did he even, he didn't even go in in the, he was, was he available no. at all in the playoffs? I don't think so. He was. I mean, that's uh, something, seven. that's something for them to, you know, possibly bring into this. But I, I don't know, as, as, as good as Carolina, they, I don't know why they just fizzle out. Like they looked completely, uninspired basically they're through the first round which they i i don't i wasn't impressed with them at all in the first round then they met the rangers and they were equally as less impressive if not you know less than that so i don't know what it is i honestly i have no idea because their team is on paper on paper is great so yeah so goaltending is goaltending is good I mean i I think pittsburgh can beat them well you know whether or not they're they're another team that who know who knows which penguins team is going to show up but they can't. I think Pittsburgh has. I think Pittsburgh, and I, I'm trying not to be biased here, but I think Pittsburgh can beat anyone in the East. And whether or not they do is another question. But I think they have the ability to. Maybe not the Devils, because they just never beat the Devils or the Islanders. I think Boston. I think I think they match up really well, actually, Boston's against Carolina. Tough. I do, yeah. I, I mean, I would if they're if they're going in the wild card um, position, I would want to play Carolina over, obviously over Boston. Nobody wants to play Boston in the first round or the Devils. I'd rather play. I'd rather play Carolina over New Jersey. Okay. Uh, Schwim, Toronto, Tampa, William, four, five matchup. Toronto's yeah. first win in years. Is- <laughs> I was gonna say, is this? Uh, I, I thought I, I mean, thought I, I was Toronto's year. This is Toronto's year. 
<laughs> and now I gotta relive this crap all over again. I it might where be. I was. It, it might be. I was. Game seven. This, this last is the first year. time I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote against. Stephen Dan. knows. Really Stephen was there too. Oh yeah. We're at Weird Al. We're at Weird Al. We're seeing Weird Al while yep. Game Seven was going on. Weird Al front row. Yep. While Game Seven Tampa Tampa Toronto was going on. Oh man, I really do think that this is the first time Toronto's gonna get that. Uh, oh, I hope not. Know, I hope. I hope Toronto. Back. I hope Toronto shows up as they always do and repeat. And history repeats itself. But is this a seven-game series? Uh, Gotta eventually end. I could see it be. I can see it being a seven-game series again. Yeah. What do you Especially guys need Tem- to do? Tampa's is good enough to beat anybody. Also, it's just a matter of whether they do. That's it's the East is strange, similar to the West. Well, the West is just like I don't know. I'm not necessarily impressed with anybody, but the East, I just feel like everyone is impressive in their own right. Even the mm-hmm. you know the Islanders are, and whoever ends up getting in the wild card, which at this point you would think. Uh, you know, without a collapse, it's going to be the Islanders and the Penguins. And I don't think any any one of the one or two seed wants to play either of those teams. Yeah. And then you have the uh, Rangers and Devils who are, you know, the Rangers are, yep, not, and, you know, getting their, getting their stuff together. There's enough time to get this roster. Yeah. There's such an overhaul that they brought in um, with, and it's, it's one thing to bring in like role, role players can basically fit in pretty easily and they adjust pretty, oh, pretty quickly. Um, yeah, so a guy like Tyler Mock can just kind of go in seamlessly where guys like Patrick Kane and Tarasenko is going to take a little bit of time because that's superstar power you're trying to fit into yeah. a brand new system. You know, egos yeah. get involved See, think, and whatever, but I think they can get they can get they can get it together. It's it's possible, but so I'm I think that, a little but, worried. I'm a little worried. <laughs> yeah. I they're think, risk, I think they're risk takers. They're I risk takers, have, major, major we, risk we takers, have, and not solid enough defensively to be as heavily. And you know the one thing, and I, I'm going on a tangent here, but I, I think Gerard Gallant has a tendency to be outcoached in often. He sucks. Um, <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think he's a bad coach. I just think that he no, he bad. can be outcoached by the right coaches and there's a good amount of coaches and the coaches in the playoffs currently You're i think good. have the capability to out to out yeah. coach him so that's 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 important that's very important no listen we're in the, the matchup I, I, i'm i'm nervous i think that so I, i'm not as nervous about kane because i think he's gonna play with panarin the whole basically the whole time and those two have they just seem to have a chemistry especially the last three games that i've watched kane's played a lot better the first two games were he just because of feel himself but Tarasenko is actually the one that I – he's nine points in 15 games with the Rangers. I can't believe he's already played 15 games. but um, Yeah, that's crazy. You know, he's, crazy. he's played he's played decent, and he's had a couple good game winners, and he had a game where he had two goals and an assist, so, like, he's grouped points together. He's the one I'm a little eh about. But, yeah, in the trust tree, I mean, I think we give up way too many chances, and it just comes back. Our defense do the same thing. Keandre Miller is making mistakes. Truba. Even Adam Fox has made dumb passes. And if I see Panarin do one more backhanded like pass through the middle of the ice that gets intercepted, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. He, <gasps> it just, it, it is continually the wow. same thing where, where these guys make these bad, bad uh, passes. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, we'll get out of here in a second. Um, so, yeah, I think that if the goalie comes back and he plays good, Shesterkin, I think that that's the difference maker. I really think that if, if he's yeah, playing the way he can play, 
that's that's where the Devils will lose. I think but we need we need I think we need cameras on all of our first round series. You guys watching Rangers <sighs> Devils together, so, me watching Tampa, and I think watching Car- <laughs> Pittsburgh versus Carolina, and we have so, simultaneous streams of all um, of us watching. So I think that Billy D should, if we're going to do that, we should watch the games together. One, uh, two, definitely. Uh, I'm hoping to at least for the Devils home games to be at American Whiskey for. I know I'm going to be at one of the first round games. Ugh. The other one I'll be at American Whiskey for. But I'm really hoping that um, when it comes to Devils Rangers, that Billy Dean, I hope you're right and everything falls apart for you, and that nothing <laughs> works. What I'm more <laughs> What I am more concerned about is not is is not the uh, the first round. It's it's the emotional letdown into the second round after having such a big rivalry. Yeah, it's gonna suck. Uh, that's 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 what I'm more concerned about. Uh, that let's say the Devils, you know, when the Devils going to beat the Rangers in the first round, <laughs> and I they get the, I think the Devils. Round, it's I think that I think the Devils are winning the division at this point. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, maybe. So, yeah, we 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 absolutely can, and it may not well, be Devils Rangers in the first round. Carolina. We just we just shut them out last night. What do you mean Blitzkrieg by Carolina? Yeah, but I, I hope that they they continue their round one win. That'll we be great if you guys Carolina. can't make the matchup because you lost. You would yeah, play no. Carolina. Yeah, man. Devils will play. Uh, Devils will play mm-hmm. Pittsburgh at this point. If that were the case. I don't want that. I want Devils Rangers first round. I, don't either. I hate both those teams. I want to see it. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I, I, I want one of you. I want so, one of you eliminated in the first round. Yes, that's oh, what I want. God. God <laughs> somehow, but, somehow, all four of our teams are going to be eliminated first round this year. That, yeah, that'd be great. Truth be told, though, with with, with Devils in 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 the first round. I think that their youth can be their Achilles heel because they've not done it before, but. The leadership there from from a player like Palat or Hala can mm-hmm. be huge, and I uh, also Hala's. think that their youth. <laughs> yeah, you know what though? I wouldn't he's, throw Hala. I wouldn't throw Hala in the same sentence with Steve, Palat as far Schwartz as guys playoff guys a first rounder for Stevenson. <laughs> My bold prediction: Palat <laughs> leading Devils playoff scorer. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Right, but oh either God. way, either way, the Devils are not supposed to be where we are right. We're not supposed to be where we are right now. That's the bottom line. We're no. not supposed to be almost first in the Metro. We're not supposed to be anywhere. We're supposed to be fighting for a wild card playoff spot. That's where we're supposed to be. So the youth, while it could be a disadvantage, the youth could also be an advantage because we're not supposed to be there, and they're just yeah, young Rangers and dumb. Last year. They just, they, they just, they just could year. make that run. And if, if Vitek plays dumb. the way he played last night. Full of gum. Yes. Uh, if Vitek plays, if Vitek plays the way he did last night, the Devils can make a deep run, and I think that the Devils would be smarter to keep Akir Schmid as the backup versus have a Mac Black come back, because I think Akir right. Schmid has proven him himself to be able to throw into any position at any point in the game, and, and he can do well. All right, trivia question: Who uses the highest uh, flex stick, or used ever the highest flex stick in the NHL? Meaning, like the highest number. Chara. 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 Do you know what it was? The typical stick is oh, was about a hundred, right? It was absurd, but the the um it was one fifty five. Yeah. So the guy I coached <laughs> with for years, Jeremy, 
for the for High Point. He actually bought one of Charles Pro Stock sticks. It was in it was taller than me. The stick was freaking taller than I was, and I'm five nine. It was you know, one fifty five flex. One fifty five <laughs> flex is a, is a, is essentially a crowbar. He was using a crowbar on the ice. Uh, Jeremy gents, loved it. my beer. He loved it. A solid three seventy five. Yeah, mine was a four. Pretty good. Also, I don't, know what I, I don't know what I rate Mudhead, but I love it, and I'm it's good. Have another. Mom you just give sure. it at least a four. Yeah. Sure, take your home four two five. Short Scott, we haven't done a, a Simpsons quote in a long time. Facts are meaningless. You can use facts to prove anything that's even remotely true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm